0: Have you received the Career Development Resource Newsletter? It is a bi-monthly digital career and organizational development communication tool for both working moms and their organizations. In this newsletter, you will receive resources such as career growth tips, career path guidance, employee and supervisor communication tips, career stories, inspiration and so much more if you've been waiting for the right tool and inspiration and motivation and confidence to get to the next level in your career this is the resource for you make sure you click on the link in the show notes to download your complimentary copy of the career development resource newsletter it comes out every other month so be sure you sign up Hey, Working Mom, I'm Latika, a working mom with four young girls, a career and talent development professional, coach, and author. Ever since I overcame postpartum depression and got back to working my career vision, I have been on a mission to help working moms like you balance life and pursue their career goals or vision. In this podcast, I will share tips and inspiration on working life balance, career growth, career planning, productivity, self-care, and so much more, including our faith and its importance as working moms. View this as your one-stop shop to lead and grow your career and balance it all as we go through life together. So as you are working around the house, on your lunch break, or during your commute, get ready to laugh, talk back to me, and learn something new to be the boss mom you desire. This is the Latika Vine Show. Hey, working moms. Welcome to another episode of the Latika Vines Show. I am so excited. Y'all hear me say that every week, but I'm so excited that you are here with me today and you know this season we've been talking all about making career history and I'm so excited because our special guest today is going to be sharing her own story of making career history but also giving you guys some tips and I cannot wait for her to share her surprise Um, And something that is launching for her this week. And I can't wait for you to learn more about it and for you to grab your hands on it. So I cannot wait for you um, to hear more about her. Well, Jamie, I'm just so excited that you are here and you are a mother of four like me and, you know, so many people I don't know if you've heard this, but I know people have come to me and said, why do you have four kids?
1: Isn't that a lot? (laughs) Um, has anyone asked you that or has made a comment about you? Yeah, you'll be like, yeah, you'll be at the grocery store or something. And they're like four or, or they'll say like, you have your hands full. like, as if I didn't already know that. Right. Right. (laughs) But yeah, it's, uh, especially out here in California, it seems like two, you know, two is your limit out here or something. <laughs> Every yes. time I say four kids, they act shocked.
0: Yeah. Like <laughs> it's abnormal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Jamie is a mom of four, a wife. Uh, she is an entrepreneur, you guys. And, you know, an interesting fact about Jamie um, is that she became a seven figure earner before the age of 30. So she's going to dig deep into that. And so I'm so excited to have Jamie join us. So Jamie, please give us um, just 30 seconds of who you are. Uh, so we all can get to know you.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks for having me on. It was fun getting to know you the other day. And so uh, this is exciting to, to be together. But um, yeah, I've, I've been an entrepreneur for about 23 years. I I grew up in a very tiny town in northeastern corner of Montana. I'm the oldest of six kids, and we grew up very poor on food stamps and those things. And I grew up knowing I was poor and uh, having a lot of arguments in in my home about money. And I saw my parents divorce about money. And I didn't want that for my family. I, I knew I wanted to be somebody. I wanted to make a difference. I wanted a business of my own. I wanted to control my time. So that I could put my faith and family first, and uh, so I left Montana after high school to come out to California because I thought uh, there's obviously more opportunities. There's not even a job for women at all out there in that t- little tiny town. Um, was, again 325 people, so there was just no. It was mostly a rural farming community, and uh, so I came out here to work, paid my way through school, and started going to college, and got a, eventually a corporate job that I got several promotions in and started making more money, but after about four and a half years uh, at that job, I felt that I had hit an income ceiling, that, that glass ceiling that women typically hit where I, I was working my you know all the time. I couldn't work any more hours, and I couldn't make any more money. But more importantly, I had stopped learning. I had stopped growing. I was basically doing the same thing every day. Get up, go to work, do the same thing every day, go home, go to bed, groundhog's day all over again the next day. And so... I just started getting more and more dissatisfied and again, wanting something where I could make an impact where I, you know, my, my work would be meaningful, but also again, having control of my time so I could be at my kid's game so that I could, you know, I looked at my supervisors that had been there 10 years longer than me. They didn't make any more money than I did. They weren't any happier and they had no time with family or their spouses. And so, um, and there was zero appreciation in that corporate job too, you know, no no matter how hard I worked, no matter if I was number one, they just kind of raised my quotas. so luckily actually as a a mom that came into the gym one day where I was at and she had just had her second child and she had never really worked out before. So I was kind of showing her around and helping her out. And she's like, oh, you're so nice. Have you ever thought of doing something different? My husband's looking to bring on a few people. And she introduced me to her husband and it was the the first business that I that I started in the financial industry. And I loved it because I was helping families. I was educating families on um, on money and how to get out of debt and how to save for their kids' education. and And these were people that were families that most of the financial industry wasn't willing to help because they didn't have enough money. So I loved it. And uh, I learned a lot of skills on leadership, you know and entrepreneurship, and started my own business at Revolution Financial Management. But then after I have been uh, had that business side actually for now for about 23 years, but um, about five years ago or so, I, uh, I found that I was teaching leadership and entrepreneurship, but my favorite thing that I was most passionate about was when I had women in my office that were saying, Jamie, I'm, I, love my, I know I love my business. I'm pursuing this, this career or this side business. But I'm not, you know, I I don't know how to balance it all. I, you know, I have four kids at home. One lady was a nurse that said, I have four kids, two are autistic. And my husband wants me to cook a hot meal every single night. But should I just quit? Should I give up? And I love just showing them how to tweak little things and just practical stuff that they can put in place that they can still grow and pursue their dreams and have it all and have their family come first. Um, Also couples, you know, people are saying, oh, Jamie, you know, I'm making great money now but I'm arguing with my spouse. So what do I do? I don't want this to hurt my marriage or, you know, I want, I'm not spending enough time with my kids. And so that was what I found myself most passionate about. And one of my mentors and best friends, good friends, um, who's a great entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur, Ed my he said, Jamie, you know, you're one of the only female that's making the kind of money you're making and has, you know, all these kids and traveling the world and, you know, doing, you know, philanthropy and building orphanages and Uganda and all these things, I think that you should start training on that. And so that's when I created happy and strong and was teaching women mostly, uh, you know, but also couples, just entrepreneurs in general uh, and moms, the mompreneur or the, the working mom, how to have it all, how to have again, a passion that they can pursue outside the home, but still be the nurturing mom and the great wife and, you know, personally grow and love their life and have that balance. So that's kind of in a nutshell, (laughs) my uh my career.
0: That is amazing. And you're you're absolutely right. You know, so many, and I'm sure you've had so many other women come up to you and share their stories, but so many of us, we struggle. Yeah. We struggle so much because we do want so much for our families. Yeah. Within, you know, our own reality tells us we can't, you know, because our own reality is based off of our experience and our knowledge,
1: you know,
0: right. Our, our feelings, you know, and a lot of those feelings are emotions that we had from our parents, you know, that we saw our parents go through or what they didn't go through, you know? So it's so amazing that you, you know, firsthand what it is having multiple children, being married, um, you know, being a strong person in faith and knowing there's something better than, than this struggle (laughs) that we're going through. Um, so I'm so excited, um, about happy and strong, and I can't wait for you to dig into it. So let me ask you before, and you, you kind of, went into this, but before you started your company and before you got to um, your corporate job, when you came to California, what is it that Jamie wanted to do when she graduated high school?
1: You know, again, I grew up in a very poor home and there wasn't a lot of, you know, no one ever had a conversation with me of which college do you want to go to or, you know, they tell kids, you can do anything you want. You could be the president of the United States. Yeah, no, we didn't have those conversations. So, you know, growing up, I knew there was no money for college. Um, I couldn't, the only thing I could really fathom or thought I would want to be was a high school English teacher. You know, I loved writing. I loved, you know, like poetry. And that was like kind of the be- my favorite class, you know, in high school. and And so I thought I would want to be that. But um, as I went to school and, you know, came out to California, went to school, I just thought, you know what, I need to make money right now. I need to make money to help my family back home and, you know, get myself ahead because it was just, it was a struggle. It was a, a big struggle, you know, on my own out here. And um, so I didn't really have like growing up like, oh, this is what I want to be. I knew I didn't want to be poor. I knew I didn't want to have that financial stress in my home. I knew uh, how it felt to, you know, just be uncomfortable all the time, Uh, you know, at lunch, paying with a little ticket instead of the punch card, like all the other kids, because we were on government help, or, you know, going back to school shopping at the thrift store, and just, you know, those little things that bothered me so much, and sometimes where we didn't have enough heat, money to buy propane, you know, for heating the home uh, on a winter, winter day. It's crazy. You know, these little things that really stuck with me. And so I would, I would do little things, you know, in high school, just to try to make money or, you know, when I was a kid, I would make things and try to sell them. I was always a little bit entrepreneur, a little bit of a go-getter. Um, but then again, there was just no opportunity out there for women.
0: Absolutely. And I think a lot of us can resonate with you. Um, you know, for me growing up, I grew up with a single mom who had five kids,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know. So I definitely know what your nights look like because I live those nights as well. And, you know, our parents did the best that they could for what they had for that yeah. particular time, mm-hmm. you know. And I think you and I, you know, have that similarity mm-hmm. of saying, hey, you know, I don't want to live this life. Right. I, and and I don't have to, there's a choice, you know, right. and I, and it's okay to have, have that choice and it's okay to decide to accept that choice, yeah. you know, because I, totally some agree. People, I
1: think that it's, I see so many times people don't realize they have that choice and they just yes. settle what life gives them. And I've seen it so many times. Like this is what my dad did, so this is what I have to do, and kind of just this perpetuating cycle. Um, and, and it's sad because like, where I grew up in Montana, it's one of the higher places for suicide. The suicide rates, and I think it's because a lot of it's lack of hope. This is this is the hands up, you know the cards that I've been dealt. This is what my dad did. This is what I have to do. But yet we have so much access to social media, and we see how everybody else is living their best life, and it's you know causing them to be unhappy. And they want growth, but again, they haven't made that choice to change. I wondered all the time, why doesn't my dad just move if there's no work here? Why do we, you know what I mean? And it's just life gives you what you settle for. But the good news is it also gives you what you fight for or what you demand out of it. And if we demand growth and abundance and we have that mindset, we can, we'll have that. But if we settle for something that we are unhappy with, life will surely just dish that out as well.
0: I love that so much. I love that so much. And I know, you know, as you talk to working moms, I know when you talk to them, you're giving them that hope. Yeah. You know, hope that it's going to be okay. Hope that you can have peace. Hope that, you know, things don't have to look like this five years from now. It can be so much better. Um, so I, I love that you you said that. I absolutely love that. And so... When you started out in your corporate America job and, and you mentioned how, you know, you, you did feel stuck, you know, you were at a income ceiling, you know, there, there wasn't really much growing for you. You weren't learning anything. And that's how a lot of us are, you know, we're stuck because we're not challenged enough. We're not, you know, um, privy to certain opportunities, that will give us the growth that we need to right. you know, thrive or excel in the areas that we you know desire. So when you realized that you were quote unquote, stuck, yeah, and then you had the conversation with the the um the lady's um, husband about, you know, you come in and join him on his team. Where were you in life that allowed you to make that choice, that decision to go forth and say, hey, I'm going to try this out?
1: Right. Well, I mean, I was 22 years old. (laughs) Uh, I I, uh, was making decent income at my corporate job more than most of my 22 year old friends. You know, I didn't have kids yet. But I did have I did have a huge sense of responsibility because of that family back in Montana. My mother, my stepmother, had become very very ill. She was bedridden at that time. There was uh, newborn twins that had been born that my nine year old sister was taking care of most of the time because of you know my my stepmom's illness for years. So you know I it was it wasn't like I could just go quit my job and you know do something crazy. I still had this big sense of responsibility. So when I came into that business. I wanted to learn at first, I went part-time, um, like a side business for about a month and a half. On my days off, I would kind of just dive in, learn as much as I could. Uh, I was like a little sponge, just asking questions nonstop. But I did like the environment, I liked the people. I liked that it was learning and growing and that I was helping others. After about 45 days though, I knew that I could make it. You know, I knew that if I put my heart into to building this business, that that I would make it. So I felt more comfortable with a little bit of risk. I also then at that point cut back all my expenses so that I would, as an entrepreneur, I think you have to take a little bit of risk. So I cut back a lot of my expenses, uh, moved out of the place I was living, which was an apartment, but even to a little tinier apartment, you know, uh, but so that I wouldn't have this financial stress as much in my mind, the distraction of am I going to make it? Am I going to survive? <laughs> you know? So I, uh, I made, so I made some sacrifices uh, early on and I just threw my heart into the work when I went full-time, you know, I loved it. I knew what I was doing was right. I knew I was helping people and I got really good, really fast on um, getting referrals. I, uh, I was, uh, my main priority was just treating people right with zero pressure on anything I did so that they would feel comfortable referring me to people that they cared about that needed the same type of education. And so the business grew, Uh, there was ups and downs for sure. Lots of struggles, (laughs) lots of uh, setbacks and failures, but uh, but obviously it was all worth it. All those hard things actually were for my good. They helped me grow into the leader that I need to become.
0: Absolutely. That is, that is amazing. And so as you took that leap of faith, what was your goal? You know, you wanted to make the impact. You wanted to help people, your, your community um, far and wide, but what was your, your ultimate goal when you got into.
1: (laughs) You're going to laugh at me, but like my vision was so small, you know, I did, I, again, I grew up in poverty, so I did I wasn't a big thinker back then. But my goal was if i could replace my income and make what i'm making now but be able to control my time so i could be at all my kids games and i could you should have saying like i could i just wanted to be able to have my family come first that was my goal and it was funny because when i first started working with different mentors seeking out different mentors you know they asked me to write down my goals and they asked me to kind of make my business plan and stuff And I remember trying to impress him and saying, I want to make $10,000 in a month. And I thought that was so big. No one I knew was making $10,000 a month. And he looked at my plan and he literally threw it on the ground. And he said, Jamie, like, look around, look what's happening. Look at the people around you and the impact that they're making. I want you to think bigger. And so he challenged for the first time in my life, the, the way I thought of what was possible. And, uh, and so I did look around and there was a lady that um, named, named Penny and she had two little kids, babies, and she was making a half a million dollars a year. And she, it was a lot of it was residual income. And I'm like, well, if she can do it, maybe I can do it. Or at least I can dare to think I can do it. So I started to write down instead of just, Life would look like my biggest goals and dreams, the things I wanted to do for my parents, the things I wanted to do for my younger siblings, the things I want to do for my kids, and dream life I want, and all my like ideal my my uh, goals and financial goals, and and um, and I started to get really excited. It was almost like I had a magic wand, or you know, if money were no object, I could. What would be my life? You know, what would it look like? And I I started to, to, to read it every day, visualize it every day. Again, I would try to convince myself if they did it, then it can be done. And they did it with little kids and their kids are awesome kids. You know what I mean? And so, and I convinced myself that I can build this bubble where my kids can see me as their hero instead of going off and reporting to some guy every day. And right? Clocking in and only being available, you know, after work. You know, I I remember one time at that corporate job when my nine-year-old sister was having a hard, hard time with her mom being sick and being teased at school. It was just a really rough day. And she called me and I was at my job and she said, you know, she needed to talk. And I said, okay, I'll call you when I'm off. And I hated that. I hated that I couldn't be there when she needed me. And so I don't know where she was gonna go to get advice that day outside of me. Her friends, I hope not. You know what I mean? The boyfriend, I don't know. So I wanted to be my, my kid's hero. I didn't want it to be, you know, Miley Cyrus or whatever they're gonna see on the TV and things like that. And so I wanted to build this bubble where my kids are around entrepreneurship, leadership, good examples, a positive environment, and they see me going after my dreams and serving and helping and lifting others. And so my, my, my dream evolved, you know what I'm saying, from this little vision when I first started.
0: That is amazing. I, I love that you said that because, you know, that's something I'm also sharing with my girls, you know, that you have so many options here, you know, in the world, no matter where you wanna go, you have options, you know, you can be an entrepreneur. You, there's so much that you can do um, that you're not limited, yes. you know? Yes. Um, so that's so amazing. I, 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 tell,
1: I tell my kids, I'm like, if you want to be a, you know, trash man, like, you know, or, you know, I'm okay with that. If you love it, if you're passionate about it, if that's your dream, I will support you. You know what I mean? But yes, you can do whatever it is that you want to do. And, uh, and so I hope that they'll pursue their, their passions and I'm always looking to, you know, help them develop their talents and their, you know, what, figure out what interests them and help them to identify those things. But, um, but yeah, I mean, for me, I found luckily something that I loved that I was passionate about. And especially now more than anything, I love to develop leaders. I love to help people find that balance and, I think that's important, you know, that if you if you love what you do, it's it's not work. And if it's about others too, even more important, because if it's about others, you won't stop when you hit a certain income, you won't stop when you hurt, hit a certain goal, you'll continue to personally grow, get better, and your business will continue to grow. There, there won't be a finish line, which I I love that about making it kind of bigger than you and, you know, focusing on others.
0: Absolutely absolutely so let me ask you how are you making history by pursuing your big goals now cuz now you have even bigger
1: goals <laughs> so how are yeah. you making yeah my goals are <laughs> history <laughs> yeah well i mean we we hit seven figures like i said you you know you said before 30 and now multiple seven figures so i hit all my biggest dreams a while ago but you know i hope that when you hit those goals and dreams that you're a different person that you've had self development so when you get there your vision has stretched you're you know you want more hopefully not because you want bigger cars and bigger houses and this and that but because you're a different person when you get to the top hopefully you want to turn around and help others get to where you're at the more people you help get ahead the more fulfilled you are So my biggest goals now I want to touch 100 million lives either through the financial education that my team does or through the uh, leadership development uh, or the philanthropy that we're doing. All that stuff ripples out. Um, So now I have a business plan that goes 100 years past when I pass away. It's uh, more legacy goals, but I have a trust that we're putting in place right now that any of my posterity, great, great, great grandkids, you know, that want to go on a mission or they want to uh, do some type of charity work or service work uh, in the community, this trust will pay for it. And so for me again, remember I grew up in in poverty but my parents had it harder than I did. And their parents poor things were immigrants that had it really bad and died pretty young. My, both my grandparents, their parents died when they were very young. And I look at this family tree and it's sad. You know what I mean? I have to go pretty far back to find something that's good, right? And exciting or, you know, nice that I can share in my posterity. So I wanted, I want to be the one, the one that's the the go to person in my family, the example, the hero to my younger siblings to show them it doesn't matter where we came from, it doesn't matter what's happened to you. All that matters is where you want to go. All that matters is that decision that you said, Lakita, like, you know, like the decision that you make to be somebody, to, you know, make a difference or to pursue your dream. And you can. So it doesn't matter where you came from. All that matters is what's the next step? Where are you going? And so that's, to me, um, I wanted to be the person, the one that changed my family tree. And I have obviously, you know, so far I've been the one that's (laughs) the successful one in my family, the one that's kind of change the direction of, you know, you know, my kids will go to college, my, my, you know, no one in my past generations has, and, uh, and I want to be the one that says, you know, maybe it's my great, 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 great grandkids, and they say, well, that's great, great, great grandma, Jamie, and great, great grandpa, Sean, and they're the ones, they're the ones that didn't quit, they're the ones that didn't give up when it got hard. And let me tell you about all their sacrifices. Let me tell you about all the lives they changed. And again, it's more legacy goals for, for our family.
0: That is amazing. Yeah. I I love that. I, I absolutely love that. And that's something that my husband and I have been talking about as well, is that when we dream, we have to dream so much farther than us and our children. We have to dream years down the road, decades down the road, generations down the road, because we are setting the impact. We are setting the example that our family is going to follow for years to come. And so we need to get it right. <laughs> we need to get it right. So I just I just love what what you were doing, what you and your husband both are doing. And with, with Happy and Strong, you're actually taking this another step further in impacting so many people by sharing your story, sharing tips, sharing inspiration with so many of us that we can do what we set our, our, our goals to be, we can do it Mm -hmm. and we can live the lives that we've only dreamed or only seen on TV. So can you tell us more about happy and strong and then, you know, tell us where it's going to be available, how we can order it, and then what you are doing, um, around happy and strong. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Happy and Strong um, is one of my companies that, again, coaches women in business and, you know, to be more successful, to be more confident, to be more happy uh, and enjoy the journey. And so it helps you to kind of streamline your life, overcome all that overwhelm. You know, sometimes we we get so busy as moms without even working, right? Just in our, just raising our children and all the stuff that's going on and activities. So you know, I, I, uh, I teach, how do you have it all? How can you have your faith, your, you know, be strong and your family and marriage be strong and, and uh, your, your financial life be strong too, right? And your, and your wellness, you have to be, you know, strong in your mental and physical strength too. But, you know, I, uh, right before COVID was doing a lot of these workshops and, um, and then COVID hit, And I had to do mental wellness workshops for free. I was doing free mental wellness workshops just because so many people were hurting and feeling stuck and not progressing and just in their own little form of depression. And that's when kind of like, I don't know if it was a spirit kind of impressing on my mind and my heart. At first I had a lot on my plate, but as soon as I made the decision to write the book, Um, The right people all came to my aid even my mom called and said hey Jamie I'm going to come out and visit I'm bored in quarantine and I'll help with the kids and I'll do the pickups and the drop offs and the cooking so she took a lot off my plate, so I could write this so I could write this book and, and it was really for, for that for you to be able to learn how to balance it all how to have it all, so that you can pursue your biggest dreams to me winning in life or winning in business your career is being happy and strong that you are again, mentally and physically strong, your spiritual life, your personal growth and your family and your marriage and your relationships are good because what, what good would it be if you're making a million bucks, but in the end, your kids don't want to talk to you or you end up divorced or you're just unhappy or sick and you're spending all your money buying your, your wellness back. And so uh, I've made a lot of mistakes, trial and error. You know, I've had to break through tons of different comfort zones in the last 23 years to get to be in the top, you know, 1% or less than 1%, I guess, of, of income earners. And I wanted to share it. I just, I felt like, again, during COVID, everyone needed it so badly. And it was like, I had the cure and I was, and I needed to get it out to people. So um, yes, yeah, so that's kind of what the book is about. It's about how to win in business or in your career, how to set clearly defined goals and to crush them, how to create your dream life and your ideal vision and to gravitate closer to that and not get stuck in the plateaus. Um, you know, you're either growing or you're dying and uh, in each area, and we're human beings with a lot of capacity for growth and to increase your capacity. I see so many people that say, well, maybe it's enough. Maybe I have enough. And they'll, they'll, they'll give up and they plateau, which means they tend to, to go backwards in their personal growth. Or, you know, they'll say things like, well, I, I, I think later on when the kids are older or, or something, I'll, I'll, I'll do more. And they put it on the back burner and they make these excuses because it gets hard. I get that. It gets hard. It gets overwhelming. And so, you know, so the second half of the book is all about that. How do you do it all? How, all the practical tools of balance, of structuring your time, of planning the things in, of putting family first, of the time management. Um, you know, just even little things like all the mom hacks to save you time so that you're freed up to do more of the things that you're loving and pursuing. And the time with your family is a valuable time, you know, not things that are, that you're draining you. <laughs> like, little things like chore charts that are, that work, that really actually work, that uh, are proven to work, that you're not having to nag your kids about the chores or, you know, those types of things that just drain us as moms. And so that when we're with our kids, it's pouring into them instead of being drained and bonding and again, growing your family. So if it doesn't grow my faith, my family, or my, my business, pretty much I don't do it. Right. (laughs) I took all the junk off my plate and delegated the things that can be delegated. And so I I teach how to do that, how to, again, streamline your life and how to overcome all the overwhelm, all the chaos, and just build a dream life, a life that you absolutely adore and that you're excited to get up and live every day. So many people are just waiting for the weekend or waiting for their next vacation, or they'll say, I'll be happy when, I'll be happy when, I get that promotion or I'll be happy when I start that business I've been wanting to start or when it gets off the ground or I'll be happy when I make so much money or when I make, you know, whatever, I have a baby, get married, you know, all these things. And the thing is, it's not, happiness is not a you know, destination. It's not going to happen when you get somewhere. I see a
0: lot
1: of people, well, I'll be happy when I move out of state. That's happening a lot right now where I move. And the thing is, you're going to go with with you, you have to learn to create happiness, joy. And I'm, I'm loving right now that this is, uh, this is my passion. And this is what we're doing on a daily basis. It's, it's so fun to watch people break through barriers, and to create their own, you know, stories. And, and, uh, and people are sharing them with me every day of kind of just how the book has changed your life, or how the workshops have changed your life, or how even just little conversations of little things that they implemented made all the difference in the world. So yeah, the book is out. It's um, Tuesday, May 17th is the big launch date. So I'm sure by the time this this airs, it'll be out and they can buy it anywhere books are sold, really. Barnes and Noble or uh, Amazon's probably the easiest or Target, wherever they, they, they wanna buy books. Um, but yeah, we're excited. It was actually number one new release on Amazon in the work-life balance category already, even on pre-sales. So people are wow. responding well. That is amazing.
0: Congratulations. That is so amazing. Thank you. Yes, that is so amazing. You, I, I just want to say thank you because there is so much that your book is going to help so many women out there who are, you know, just feel like there is no hope there. I can't do it. But really, you can, and so I want to say thank you for the inspiration yeah. and the tips that you're going to give to these women who pick up your book, and who can yes. see that hey, there is there is more. And so I just want to say thank you for what you are doing and and how you're going to make that impact to so many people around the world.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate Absolutely. that. Yeah, I've I've over the years read every you know, all the books and. It still wasn't a, there wasn't a book. I couldn't find one that was like for women in business that was like, all right, just tell me the practical things. What do I do so I can get over this next hump and, you know, get to my next level? I just, again, I've read all of them and there was lots of stuff on work-life balance and lots of stuff on entrepreneurship and lots of stuff on, you know, these things winning in business and, and success and leadership, but it wasn't. It wasn't what I needed, you know what I'm saying? So I had to do a lot of the trial and error to get there. And so I just want them to be able to get where I'm at in a lot less time, so.
0: No, absolutely. um, It's gonna be amazing. So be sure, ladies, to grab your copy on Amazon of Jamie's Happy and Strong. I'll be sure to um, give all of the details in the show notes so you can access her book, Happy and Strong, and I cannot wait for you to get your hands on it. And, you know, we all love Prime. So you go ahead and order it. You will get it in two days. (laughs) (laughs) And when you get it, don't forget to leave a review on Amazon, because one thing about being an author and, and having books out there, more people can have access to Happy and Strong when you can leave a review, because Mm. the more reviews an author has, the more opportunity that others can have access to the resource that was good for you. Um, So please be sure once you grab your copy, leave a review for Jamie so that others can have access to this wonderful resource. Because it's, it's going to bless everyone who gets their hands on it. So please be sure to leave a review and I'll leave the link. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, I appreciate that so much. Yes. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I will leave the link in the show notes so everybody can get it. But Jamie, how can we stay in touch with you? Give us all the details of where we can follow you on social media and how we can stay in touch with you to see how things are going for you.
1: Yes. So I think probably some of the best ways is Instagram. My Instagram handle is at jamie.villalobos. And uh, I give tips for working moms, um, entrepreneurs, you know, leadership stuff. Uh, probably the best one on Facebook is the happy and strong Facebook page. And then my website, happyandstrong.com. And through there, you can actually connect with me on email as well. And, ask me any questions. I do answer those. And, uh, and I just remembered actually because we were number one new release in the work-life balance, Amazon has a 10% discount right now. If, if, uh, if people want to buy on Amazon. So, um, but yes, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I look forward to hearing all of your stories about, you know, you're happy and strong and hopefully how this has blessed your marriage, your relationships with your kids, and of course your success. And, uh, and, uh, pursuing your dreams. So thank you for having Absolutely. me on. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Jamie, thank you for joining us. I cannot wait for your release. I can't wait to grab my hands on your book. Um, and I just can't wait to share in your success of impacting the world and just helping so many people, um, be happy and strong. So thank you for joining us today. Thank awesome. you my so pleasure. much. Absolutely. Well, thank you ladies for joining us for this episode of the Latika Vine show. And I look forward to seeing you next week. Take care. Thank you so much for joining today's show. It is my hope that you gained at least one tangible tip to help you balance life and grow in your career. I get it. Trust me. Being a working mom has its hard moments, but it is possible for you to lead and grow your career and balance life. And in this show, we will continue to talk about it. But before you go, don't forget to check out the show notes for all the highlights, links, and anything else that was mentioned during today's show because those tips are going to help you make sure that you can balance life and lead and grow your career. Well, until next time, stay well, remember that you are enough, and that God has you covered. See you next time.